1: Thor, I noticed you're on a a different color. Truly, what's uh, what's this flavor? Oh,
2: this is uh, well, let's see. This is my first, you know, as I told you guys, my first time with this. Uh, trying this one, out. I, uh, I sure. see like uh, uh, a pineapple and a dragon fruit, and
3: hell yeah, um, let's talk football.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know.
1: These are the tales of college football past as you've never heard them before. Our guests tell stories blending team seasons, on- and off-field moments, memories of personal fandom catastrophe and elation, and yes, alcohol. I'm Jeremy. I'm Matt. I'm Joe. And I'm Kyle. We do the work. You tell the story. These are the college football stories.
2: I'm Thorne Eystrom and I'm going to tell you the story of the 2007 Kansas Jayhawks. Well, you know, Kansas football. I mean, it's 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 a basketball school. Kansas is a basketball school. And when I when I went to undergrad at at, at Kansas, I you know I didn't anticipate being able to experience much much football success. Um, fortunately for me, Mark Mangino turned out to be. A good head coach, in addition to being a good offensive coordinator, and you know the 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 football program was on the rise you know like that was sort of in conjunction with me going to undergrad there and you know by the time um you know it was two thousand six two thousand seven you know and and moving on two thousand and eight like that you know the the program was on the 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 rise, and we were you know starting to go to these these big bull games et cetera but no i mean like uh going into this season um there was there was no thought that there was gonna be like um you know that there was going to be a, a, a bcs run or there was going to be you know some sort of like title run and heading into this season this is one of the crazier uh college football seasons you know that there have been like in the past couple decades i mean I, I think that you know is the same case for like several different uh fan bases right um but you know kansas i think was probably one of the more pronounced ones where we just sort of uh came out of nowhere um and you know it, circumstances certainly fell right for Kansas that year. Uh, Mangino and the the athletic department had, had certainly uh, stacked the deck, right. Um, you know, as far as like the out of conference schedule, I remember they, they wanted to, you know, all the time they, it was like four cupcakes, you know, in addition to like the, the big 12 schedule and that year was, was certainly no exception. And so you had the four free wins and then it was like the, the eight big 12 games and um, you know, they, they, they hit that schedule right or whatever. And, Um, there was not a lot of close games during the regular season. Um, And so there wasn't a ton of drama, you know, outside of the Kansas state game was basically the only close game. There was, I I think the only one possession game, you know, like, um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that. And then, you know, you're just rising, rising, rising. It was this season of chaos where everyone is just knocking each other out, you know, it it was the culmination of like me and Gino sort of like, offensive schema uh, come to life, you know, because it was like he, you know, I mean, this started at at Oklahoma and, you know, it, it was sort of, you know, offshoot of like uh, Mike Leach and and Stoops and, you know, that, that sort of like uh, coaching tree, but it was, it was the spread offense and, you know, a very pass having pass heavy sort of schema. But at Oklahoma, you had access to uh, five-star recruits, four-star recruits, et cetera. Uh, at Kansas you most certainly did not um and so Manjino and 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 his you know lieutenants and whatnot like they had to go about doing a different sort of thing um and i i think that was like the genius of what um mean uh i was going to call him the, <laughs> just because <laughs> i always call him the man genius <laughs> in my head uh yeah <laughs> uh, what 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 he and his boys did was like um i think they had a plan at every single position you know it wasn't just like they certainly had their their schemes um and stuff like that, but like they they certainly had a plan um you know as far as recruiting the kind of kids that that they were looking for um and they consistently found kids that that fell through the cracks um you know in in this game you know that um and we're going to talk about with with the orange bowl, obviously a keep played. Um, a huge role. Uh, Chris Harris played a huge role, um, and those guys played in the NFL for a very long time. A guy who didn't play a snap in the NFL played a huge role. Uh, Todd Reesing. Uh, he, they wouldn't have let him within ten thousand, you know, feet of an NFL stadium. They, they wouldn't have let him touch an NFL ball. Um, but he was a perfect fit for uh, Angino's <laughs> offense. You know, I mean, add. At Kansas, you know, they I mean, they wouldn't have let him within 10,000 feet of an Oklahoma, uh, you know, huddle or whatever. They they certainly didn't at Texas because um, Reesing was from, I believe, Lake Travis. Uh, he wanted, I, I believe he wanted to be a, a Texas Longhorn, uh, but he was, you know, 5'10", and he had a wet noodle arm. Um, but he was very accurate, you know, and he was poised and whatnot. Um, and so it was a lot of, like, you know, quick stuff, um, you know, sideline to sideline, you know, just really – you know, the, the quick hit and stuff. And then you had the four receivers out, um, you know, and you had the thin boxes and then, you know, they, they either have the, the quick running back like sharp or they, they, you know, or Cornish or, you know, they, they, they'd have one of the, the bigger hammer backs, McAnderson, they, you know, they had and whatnot. Um, and so, you know, they, they're able to gouge you for yards. And then recent could gouge you for yards as well as, as a scrambler. Um, and so recent was always just sort of taking what the defense gave you. He wasn't anything special, you know, he wasn't super athletic, um, certainly didn't have a howitzer for an arm but you know whether it was just the the quick stuff to the outside or the quick stuff over the middle or you know if, if you had everything covered you just steal yards um you know it, it just speaks to like what Mangino and his staff did you know as far as like just sort of identifying guys that could could fit exactly what uh, these systems that they had in place um on both offense and defense um you know guys that had fallen through the cracks um they they recruited Texas really well um you know, and, and just sort of brought these kids up, you know, from their true freshman season on. Was there, during the first
4: four, all the non-conference games, was there any point where you're like, oh, this team might, might actually be good because we haven't lost any of them? Or did it take to the K-State game to be like, okay, maybe we actually have something here this year?
2: So, yeah, I mean, like, well, and, and all those games are like huge blows. Obviously those, you know, it's like, so, Central, so we played Central Michigan, and we played south eastern louisiana we played toledo and we played fiu you know and it was like i guess we won every game by like 40 or more yep. points so i was yeah you know and when you're you know you're just slapping around these like bad teams like um it, it, at least there's a thing of like there there's somewhat of a proof of concept if you win four straight you know games by 40 or more points at least you know that you're not um you know i you know at least you know you're above a, a certain threshold so yeah you know and then coming off the seasons that we'd come off of at least we knew that we were like you know solid or whatever but like no i mean it, it there still wasn't a thing of like you know we could be like you know compete for you know bcs or perhaps even you know a, a title you know go go undefeated or whatever um because i think it was still a thing of like you knew you'd pack the 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 non-conference schedule with cupcakes. I mean, that that was just sort of what they did, you know, and, and, but, you know, every year Kansas would then run into uh, the big 12 schedule and they would get sawed off by one of these really good, you know, big 12 teams. I think it was when they played, you know, at, at Kansas state, because um, Kansas state was, was ranked. Um, and that was like, you know, when, when Kansas sort of stood up to a bully on the road, um, you know, and it was a close game, you know, it wasn't, Um, You know, these other games obviously were not close, Um, you know, and it's sort of a, um, you know, a a tighter game and and, and pulling that out. Um, And again, on on the road, um, that was, um, you know, I I think that was like the first moment of like, it it wasn't just, you know, winning that game, but it's also looking at the rest of the schedule and being like, you know, there's not a lot of games that are tougher than the game that that we just won, Um, you know, like maybe, you know. The crazy thing is he is, is Talib um, uh multiple enormous games, uh, you know, in his career, of course that season, um, but in his, in his Kansas career. Um, so it was not a surprise to me that he had a super long NFL career. You know, I, I definitely would have, would have bet on him. Um, you know, it wasn't just like the athletic traits and the, the fact that he was, you know, um, you know, bigger, you know, for a, a collegiate corner um, he just had a sort of flair about him, you know, Ball skills, you know, I suppose you say in my line of work, um, but it was like, you know, some players like, you know, it's just like, um, you know, we have to get a stop. You know, it's like he he tends to find uh, or he tended to find a way to get a stop. But not only that, but take the ball away um, and then he'd be running the other way. Um, He he was he was such a good player. Um, He he was, you know, on those teams, just, just clearly the guy who was just like the the stud. You know, a, a lot of the other guys were just, like, so good for Mangino's system and some of his other, you know, guys' assistants. And then, you know, some of the other guys, you know, became good NFL players. You know, Harris, you know, became a, a very good NFL player. But, like, Talib was just the guy on those teams that, like, it's like, this motherfucker should be at Oklahoma. Like, what, how the fuck is he on Kansas? You know? that i remember that i remember the his plays against virginia tech I, yeah i remember all of them for sure I, I i remember him talking shit on the the courts at in lawrence yeah i mean talib <laughs> you remember a keep talib yeah he's he's a loud brash yeah. fabulous athlete yeah you you remember that guy for sure is there a
4: story or a reasoning of how he ended up there like i clearly he was more talented than everyone else on the field
2: yeah, so I don't know how he became a two-star athlete. I mean, was, that's what, but that's what he was. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, so, so he was overlooked, you know, I mean, but he was a two-star, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, how many other like overlooked him or, but like, he did not get a lot of, I, I you know, I think that Kansas was his highest like offer or whatever. Um, you know, and like, I don't think he played like right away. I think it, you know, whether it was a year or two, um, To sort of develop him or whatever but um yeah you know again it was just another um you know example of like you know mangino like in 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 his staff like identifying a dude and then getting him into their program and then just sort of like developing uh them up like mangino didn't have much time as a head coach but like um you talk about a guy like in a very small sample um you know with like I, I, we we should do an equation of this of like, you know, like the, because you could with like the 247 stars or, you know, the composite or whatever, like, um, you know, how many, how many, you know, cracks at it you got and then how many, you know, NFL, you know, war or how many games or, you know, how, however you want to do it, like, you know, find some sort of equation, you know, how, turn this into this. Mangina would have to be right near the top. Like, that that guy did not do it for very long, but um, he he turned water into wine uh, quite a bit in his very brief time at Kansas. <laughs> well, turned racing into
1: Riesling, if you will. Indeed, yes.
2: Yes, sir. I, you know, like, you, you look at, like, Riesling standing next to Mangino, like, you know, on the field. Like, I think people would laugh <laughs> at that, you know, because it was, like, the 5'10", like, 180 quarterback standing next to, like, the... I'm not going to guess at Vegeta's dimensions at that time. Um, but, you know, like, you know, you'd sort of laugh at it. But, like, I think those, <laughs> they actually had quite a bit in common um, because I think the chips on their shoulder came from the exact same thing. Um, I, I think uh, Todd Reising was a guy that, like, um, you know, you mentioned, like, he had a lot of success coming up, and he played, like, um, obviously Texas high school football, and he played, like, um you know, in a place in Texas where, you know, you have the spotlight on you. And I think Todd Reeson came up, like, thinking, like, it doesn't matter that I'm 5'10", you know, whatever, like, um, I deserve, you know, like, I'm as good as these other guys around me in my class. Like, I I should have a four-star billing, I should have a five-star bill. I should be getting a scholarship offer to Texas. And I think in the exact same way, uh, probably a decade before, 15 years before, Mark Mangino was like, I have accomplished just as much as, you know, slick Rick X that got the head coaching job or, you know, or, you know, whatever, you know, and it happened over and over and over again. And Mark Mangino's like, it's, it's because I have an extra 150 pounds around my midsection, isn't it? You know, and it's like, you probably thinking over and over again, this is fucking bullshit, this fucking bullshit, this fucking bullshit. And he like, he has to wait so long extra for his, you know, belated uh, promotions up the ladder, you know, and then he finally gets like the OU, you know, offensive coordinator. and He can finally show what he can do, finally show what he can do. You know and like so i think like those two actually um you know when they joined up together i think it was actually sort of perfect you know it was like two guys that like felt that the world did not appreciate them for something that um was totally outside of their control um and i think that each of them thought the other one helped enable um you know them to succeed and um you know like i i i I think they they had a ton of success together because of that you know Um, and yeah, I, you know, Kansas, obviously the program, like, um, you know, really took off because of that, you know, during their time together. And to circle back to the K state game,
4: uh, I was doing my prep. That was the first time this season would have been the first time they won in Manhattan in almost two decades. And the best stat was that was the first time they scored a touchdown since 1999 (laughs) in Manhattan, which is mind blowing to me.
2: Oh, Yeah, yeah, I'm mean, Kansas, they would kick our ass every year. Yeah, um, yeah, um, you know, Bill Schneider was like the wizard, you know, obviously, and you know, Kansas have been dog shit forever. Um, you know, and then Schneider, you know, he left, and then um, yep. uh, Ron Prince came in, and uh, there was some hope for for old Ron Prince, and <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it was briefly like, you know, I mean, like, there was briefly uh, some justification, I would say, you know, I mean, like. Um, Ron Prince was recruiting better than than Schneider ever had initially. I mean, like a guy, you know, you mentioned Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman never would have signed with Bill Schneider's Wildcats, you know. And I think like there was ink given to that, you know, initially. Like, you know, like, um, you know, there's there's players signing here. There's you know, um, you know, could Ron Prince, you know, be the Kansas State coach that you know, not only you know gets the guys that Schneider gets but like you know gets guys that he cannot and and then raises the you know tie of the program beyond where it could have been before but obviously that was not the case right and you know and he prince turned in you know out to be kind of a joke et cetera. um but yeah you know initially um you know especially like that the first time you know you go into manhattan and beat them um you know it's you know this season, I mean, like that win was, was really cool. Um, cause you know, you'd already won the four, and that was obviously a big game. And again, like in a season like that, like you can start to, um, read the tea leaves a little bit as far as like the rest of our schedules are not very good. You know, like you know that, that a murderer's row isn't coming, right? Like, um, that there's not a ton of ranked teams coming up. Um, you know, I think like every, every, uh, college football fan you know they look at their schedule you know in the, in the off season, and it's it's a sort of thing of like well if we could just get by this one team and you know if we get by this one you know is that sort of the, you know or some schedule is just like oh man this is going to be a really tough year um but you know yeah. th- this just happened to be one of those years where it facilitated really well for us and then on the other side of it it was just chaos everywhere you know it's just a, it was perfect you know everywhere
1: and then the next game's the Baylor game, where it's back to kind of the cupcake status quo and blowing them out.
2: You know, b- blowing them out. My 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 brother went to Baylor, so we we have our uh, crap talking with them. Um, th- that's that's about it. Just just John with him, but um, you know, we beat their butts that year. So um, nothing outside the you know the lightning delay and you know running away with that one.
1: You know that after beating K State, you guys were then ranked, um, ranked twentieth, and that was, I'm assuming, a pretty big deal. Um, and then it's like probably pretty hyped for this game going in, ranked the first time since '96, and then you have a delay to the game,
2: and it's like probably even more anticipation. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a long time. That's a, that's a long, <laughs> long fucking time. Um, yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, it, it, it's you know, and, and it was nice, you know, just in terms of the, you know, a sign of validation of like, yeah, you know, we're we're sort of here. Um, you know, and then again, like, you know, both you know, sort of what a sign of validation of both we're we're here and we're building something, but also, you know, what I was just saying of like looking looking forward of like you know what we're seeing it it's you know we're not crazy like you know we we actually you know we you know we just did kids. kansas state be looking forward you know it's the, we might be legit you know we'll see um so i mean like you know when you're watching your team on espn and you see that number next to you it is nice you know like and we you used to seeing it with the basketball team you know obviously you know every week um and that's nice you know and then you, you know it's the other way right like when they're talking about you on sports center it's like oh you know kansas has been ranked in the you know ap top 25 every week since you know for x number of weeks but then when it's the football team it's like you know kansas football sucks you know it, it's just the complete opposite and so it's like um you know we're like the starving you know or the, like the the thirsty people in the desert or whatever you know metaphor you want to use and it was like yeah that number like it looked good on us that week right like and we were super stoked so yeah i mean we were happy to sit through the lightning delay with that number of effects yeah, to, uh, yeah. We, we were like the racehorses that got to like you know you know go around the the thing with the the wreath around our neck for the first time like we were <laughs> we were perfectly okay uh
1: i'm sh- you were giving some kind of analogies about how you guys were feeling i'm sure there was you know, not only some some feeling of like being really excited about that, but probably, um, probably a little bit of of nerves.
2: Uh, so Kansas is you know six and zero going into the 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 Colorado game, which I I you know suppose wouldn't have been uh, as interesting for you know the the, the national scene or whatever because uh, Colorado I think was like. Three and four, or something like that, you know, heading into that you're four and three Sounds right you know, yes yeah, so, so, something like that, um but uh, I just so happened to go to in undergrad, I went to every um Kansas uh football game in Boulder uh because my buddy's uh, sister lived there. Uh and because because Boulder is sweet as you know as well. Um so we you know, we we would make a point like to you know, for that weekend we would we would drag down, you know, Thursday and you know, and then we would we would do the whole thing and then, you know, tailgating and whatnot. Um you know, as far as uh um it you know, nineteen to fourteen, you know, is a um you know, by all accounts a really good game. Um I you know, I don't remember uh, a ton from this game, to be honest with you, because um, uh, the tailgating we used to do in Boulder was <laughs> absolutely fabulous. Um, I, I, I've gotten on ESPN a couple times in Boulder. Um, I'll tell you guys a story uh, from in Boulder. I It could have been this game. It was either this game or it was two years after this, but it, it certainly could have been uh, this game. Um, but I think it was this game. Um, So we were tailgating and then we were walking towards the stadium and you have to walk through the campus. Well, uh, someone in our group that was ahead of, uh, you know, me and my buddy um, as a group, we had to go to the bathroom. I I certainly had to go to the bathroom. It seemed like everyone had to go to the bathroom. Well, the the group leader, uh, he he had found the place where, you know, where you go to the bathroom. Um, and again, we're walking through the campus and so, you know, all of a sudden we're all walking through the, you know, doors, you know, whatever. And, um, and then, so we're walking through the doors of this building and then we go. So so I remember walking through the doors and then we're inside and then we go through like, um, the first left, like, you know, when we're inside and all of a sudden we're standing in like a big, um, it seemed like a lecture hall. And I'm like, look it up. There's like students looking down at us. There was a professor in the middle of a lecture. It was like a, you know, it was like a Saturday. He was like, in a, you know, like one of those big lecture halls where it's like, you know, they're like oh, looking yeah. up or whatever. We had stumbled into this like lecture in the middle of it. And it was like the six or seven of us or whatever, like trying to find a bathroom. And like we were all confused. And then we're just like looking around. And like they'd, of course, they'd stopped and were just staring at us, you know, and we were just like, uh, do you know where the bathroom is? <laughs> you know, <like> in, <laughs> and, uh,
1: see, it was either going to be that or, uh, hi, I'm Dr. Nyström, I'm visiting professor from Kansas.
2: And, yeah, yeah, uh, so from also Cambridge, your actually. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, anyway, always a good time in 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 Boulder. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a defensive uh, stalwart, and um, in in Kansas pulled it out, nineteen to fourteen. And we we kept the undefeated dreams alive.
1: Yeah, I mean it was three nothing at halftime, which is rare. <clears throat> especially in a you know, spread, run and shoot offense. Well that
2: was the uh that was the Cody Hawkins show. I remember that was uh that was Dan Hawkins back in the day. Uh old Boise State. Old Boise State. Yeah, that was uh he he, he had that rant where he was like uh where the the parents were were bitching because uh, they said Dan Hawkins was having running too many practices, and then he was like, uh, you know, whatever, intramurals, brother. You know, I, I forgot. I, went, uh, <laughs> I forgot what the other part was, but is do your intramurals, brother. We'll so you leave thinking. Boulder.
4: You came in as the fifteenth. This sums up the season probably pretty well. You came in as the fifteenth ranked team, and you leave as the tenth ranked team. Uh, that's a pretty substantial jump for the middle of October. And uh head down to Kyle Field, which I don't care. They weren't good this year, but they've at the time they were still six and two and it's still Texas AM. Did you actually think you were going down to Texas to win?
2: Well, yeah. N- so no. So like <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Especially like um well, you know, of course I'm a you know a Kansas football fan, but you know, also like um I'm a Minnesota sports fan, you know. Of course, you know, I like. I'm I'm from Brainerd, Minnesota, um, and so like, you know, I, you know, the Vikings, you know, that's sort of my background. You know, they made four Super Bowls. They lost them all. Never want to, never won a Super Bowl. You know, every time the Vikings do good and they make the playoffs, we get our, you know, what stomped on. Um, you know, the the Twins, they haven't won a world series since 91 the timbrels are like the worst nba franchise the wild are, are pretty bad too um you know it's it it's been a pretty star sports existence for me and so no like every week after that you know i was you know in the back of my head i was like you know this this the week that the shoe drops you know um so i was sort of padding it for myself if i'm being honest um you know and then a week, you know a week like this yeah you're going down to kyle field i mean fucking Kyle field I mean you're, you're Kansas for God's sakes. I mean, like, you know, some people might, you know, at this point they might be, you know, letting their, you know, expectations get a little ahead of themselves, but you know, I, I have historical precedence in the back of my head. I'm I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Right. Um, no, I was not, I was not expecting to win this one. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I it was a fucking good team too. I mean, like, um, you know, Stephen McGee was a, was, a, I mean, like at that time, I thought Stephen McGee was a good quarterback and they're, uh, they're running back tandem. Um th- These kids didn't make much of themselves. I was surprised. Cause I, I, I thought these kids were fucking awesome. Mike Goodson and Javorsky Lane. Yeah, I thought that, yeah. that tandem was like, awesome it was sent from God. I Javorsky Lane was fucking awesome back in the he day. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I thought that team was really good. I, I thought they were going to be Kansas and, you know, obviously, obviously, Kansas pulled that one out. You know, it was another game that was like, you know, it was scoreless at halftime, and you know, they just managed to pull it out. You know, it held onto the ball, and you know, didn't didn't make any mistakes. You know, it was another one of those. It's
4: it's not the prettiest box score of all time, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to say the least. What it what is pretty
1: though is uh, McAnderson career high 183 yards rushing. So fuck that's, yeah that's the game there for he had uh 3 more yards than uh Reising did passing
2: well yeah you know i mean that's it was a good thing about the system right um you know i mean like there's always something there to nick you right um and so yeah you know in this game uh you know they could nick you with McAnderson. uh the passing game really wasn't there uh, Reese only had 180 yards on, on 33 attempts. But, you know, the, the good thing about Reese was uh, always that he wasn't going to give the ball away, right? So even when, you know, like all the receivers were covered and they, they took away the, the short stuff, whatnot, like, um, that would probably mean the boxes were even more thinned out, right? Um, and maybe you get more trunk yardages there. And Reese wasn't going to compromise your game plan by putting the ball in harm's way. So, you know, then you can sort of sneak games out like this one and the game before, you know, against Colorado um, where, you know, the entire offense wasn't necessarily humming on all cylinders, but, you know, the defense played well in both games, and, you know, the running game was was pretty solid. And, And, again, they didn't give the ball away through the air.
4: And then come the Cornhuskers to Lawrence. And also a number eight ranking in the BCS, yeah, which at that 10. point had to seem absolutely insane.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. So now, now we're we're getting some BCS buzz, right? Um, you know, now now they're starting to talk about you on College Game Day. Um, you know, Fowler and and Corso and Herb Street. They're starting to talk about you and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot more attention, and everything like that um but yeah i mean for me it was it it was still the same sort of thing i mean you still you still don't want to like get too far ahead ahead of yourself right like you're you're still trying to enjoy what's going on um it's sort of like the the special sort of isolated season that it is um because you know that like this doesn't happen a ton in kansas football again keeping the sort of historical uh season in mind but um you know knowing that any week uh You know that the house of cards uh could tumble um but yeah like now it was really you know whereas before it was just sort of like the you know you 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 just sort of had that that ceremonial number of the the top 25 now you had um what what was what was really a finite number um where you know once you know when those things started to tick up now we're you know now we're moving towards something that 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 is that's real. We're moving towards like an Indiana Jones, you know, like we're going towards (laughs) the, you know, we're going towards the riches now, right? Uh, (laughs) You really started, you could start to let your mind go a little bit, you know?
4: I mean, obviously Nebraska was coming in, but they were also in the middle of the Bill Callahan fiasco. And this was not your typical Nebraska team, even though it started that way, it started the year, they were top 20 and the same old, same old. Uh, And then this game, quickly became a track meet
2: um and you know like my my fears prove uh to be unfounded right and it it just came out and just thrashed them right like um you know like when the the you saw this like in september when they were against the um the the cupcakes like the mandrinos system when you're against the the poor athletes um it it really stresses you because you 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 know it's you're using every inch of the field right and so I, when when you have the athletic advantage um you know it it really starts to stress the the defenders but when you you have defenders that are also sort of like tactically confused all the time like like Callahan's were um it it it's the, it, it's the same manifestation and so that's i think that's what more you saw in that game um just a bunch of chickens with their, their, their heads cut off. Right. And um, it was the same sort of thing. Like, you know, Kansas, if nothing else, they were always, you know, the under talented, uh, you know, sort of team or whatever, but they, they always were regimented and they knew exactly what they were doing. And it was always, you know, clockwork and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, Nebraska under Callahan was, uh, the complete opposite. Um, and so, yeah, that, Th- th- that game was just um it, it, Quantrill you know it was burning cities down I mean it was it, yeah it, it was an embarrassment for uh Nebraska right there's a few games that were like the, for Callahan was like uh uh for, for we talked about uh Frank Solich uh but I, that might have been before the show but like um, how Frank Solish got railroaded in Lincoln, you know, it was just unfair. It was a, a circumstantial thing where he had to follow a legend and, you know, it, it didn't really matter what he did. He would have had to win, you know, three or four titles to, to stay, you know, coming out or whatever. Um, but Bill Callahan, it – it, it wasn't the same thing with him. Uh, you know, like, uh, w- w- Bill Callahan, like, you know, a- after that, it was like, you know, we're changing identities and, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're coming into the 21st century and, you know, now we're going to get, you know, we're going to, we're going to recruit nationally. And we're going to, you know, bring the offense forward and all this sort of stuff. And so they were willing to give him a little bit of leash, um, and, and, you know, extend him a little bit more patience and, um, uh, you know ergo there was a there was more instances of you know just these flammably embarrassing games um that Solich, th- there wasn't the same thing right like um i think I feel like the embarrassment for that was more on the nebraska fans um where they were um uh, trying to ascribe uh, uh deficiencies to Solich that did not exist whereas with uh callahan um he was just clearly outmatched at the chessboard. um So many times, Um, and and this was definitely uh, one occasion uh, where uh, Callahan had the better athletes, um, but um, it was like um, a child playing deep blue in chess, and we, unfortunately, the television audience had to bear witness to the embarrassment of the child for three and a half hours on national television. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
5: Mangino got his powers from beating coaches of lesser intellect and then eating them um, <laughs> so maybe the maybe callahan wasn't really a real callahan that went to the be an offensive line coach for the cowboys or anything maybe maybe he was actually eaten and they replaced him with a robot or something beyond there
2: they would have saved callahan some embarrassment if he'd been eaten after that game but unfortunately he had to live well. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think like when you're you're talking about like defending the um that Kansas offense, like the 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 that Mangino uh, offense, the the um, the the difficult thing about it was though you didn't have to defend athletes, and really, like you know you think about like um, the Lincoln Riley Oklahoma offense. It's it's a it's an offshoot of this Kansas uh offense of Mandrinos, it's similar schematically. Like if you were to look at just the plays, right? Um, but like th- that one is is obviously more difficult to defend because uh Lincoln Riley has as athletes, right? Like and the quarterback is is, is more talented, etc. Um, but Mandrinos it's still um very difficult uh to defend because you know like I was talking about before it's it's a thing of you you have to defend um Inches of the field, racing unlike, for instance, Spencer Rattler. Rattler's arm, you can you can um, stretch the field more uh, vertically, right, um, with accuracy, and the receivers also are going to be able to more consistently uh, make the play down the field, um, but. Yeah, uh, with 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 Reesing, it was very consistent, the sideline to sideline. You know, I me, mean, you know, I don't know, seven yards out, eight yards, ten, eleven, twelve, wh- wh- whatever it was. Um, and so you had this sort of plot of land going out. You know, what twelve yards? You had to do, the whole plot of land, um, and he wasn't going to make a mistake within it. Um, and so the the defenses again, like the 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 defenses where you had athletic disadvantages so when you were against the fcs defenses where you were against the mac defense like that um the the central michigans or whatever um you got a um a, you know a, a mac linebacker in space against a slot receiver you know where he had a full step and and you know we have a one read with our with reeseing you know and we, we we get our slot receiver you know we hit him on the hands it doesn't matter. It's an easy read. It's an easy throw. Boom. Done. Right. And you don't have a safety bag deep. It's over. Um, it's not even a hard play. It's a free touchdown, you know, or free 40 yards, whatever, um, you know, in in the same way, it, it it's the same manifestation against really, really poorly coached defenses. Um, it, so I'm, you know, this is, you know, we're talking about Nebraska here, you know, in, in this game, just got lit up. Um, think about, I'll bring it to present day. Um, you guys remember this past season when, um, LSU played Mississippi state, Mississippi is Mike Leach's first game in the sec, uh, Mississippi state went on the rest of the season to more or less struggle. They were a 500 team, but in the, uh, their first game, uh, you know, Mike Leach's first game at, at Mississippi state, they set the SC, SEC record for most passing uh, yards, you know, in sec, a single game in the sec. Uh, against LSU uh, that supposedly had the best tandem of cornerbacks uh, in the nation. Um, and it, it was because uh, uh, Bo Pelini a fucking moron. Um, like, schematically, <laughs> like he he insisted on playing man coverage the entire time and leaving these guys on islands and, and crisscrossing these guys. And um, Mike Leach was just he must have been just giggling the whole time. Like it was just like. Um, you know, it's like Mozart playing like uh in a in a piano competition in New Orleans against like a child, you know, pl- trying to play chopsticks <laughs> or something. It was just like, you know, Bull Pelini's like, you know, and it's like, um, but it, it was the same thing in this game, right? Um, and then you know, on the other side of it, it was, you know, Joe Gans and Joe Gans, like at the time, um, you know, he he had a little bit of hype behind him for Nebraska, he had a little bit of an arm, um, you know, but he was sort of scatter shot. And I think, like you know, on the on the one hand, you had these these, these issues on defense, and um, you know, in this game, you know, uh, Reesing and Mangino were having all sorts of fun exploiting them. Um, and then, you know, on, on the other side of it, um, you know, Callahan and, and Gans, you know, is like instead of you know sort of modulating on defense and then you know, sort of making the appropriate uh, changes on offense, uh, they did not modulate on defense and then on offense. They were trying to make up for all their losses, and it was just, you know, trying to, you know, it it was like just chasing your losses, chasing your loss, like a shitty sports gamble. Chase your losses, chase your losses, Um, and they just got super aggressive. And, um, you know, Nebraska, they did accrue, um, you know, they got more uh, passing yardage for sure, you know, and they they put up some yards on Kansas and and some more points, um, you know, but but Kansas picked off Gans four times, um, you know, and so it, it. Live by the sword, die by the sword, kind of a thing, you know. I mean, like it—it it, it wasn't that, um, you know. I mean, it, Kansas did get nicked a little bit, but um, Nebraska had to play this certain way, and they were, they were getting nicked in kind, and 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 Kansas uh, defense converted some of those 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 points that Nebraska's offense was um, trying to chase uh, back into Kansas points.
4: It's also probably worth mentioning. Hell broke loose again this week because Kansas went from eight to four in the BCS because Arizona State lost, uh BC lost, which the fact that BC was number two in the country at some point this year also adds to the comedy probably of the year. But also uh you had to still water. Uh and not only that, Herb Street's there, Musburger's there, it's the full it's a game day's not there, but the full crew is coming for the night game. So this is now officially uncharted water for Kansas football.
2: Yeah. I remember a bunch of my friends uh, went to Stillwater. Um, I They had like, um, you know, well, it, probably a bunch of friends of friends of friends were going down, you know, a bunch of different caravans were going down. Um, I couldn't go um, that weekend for whatever reason, but um, I, you know, that was the first weekend I remember where it was like, it wasn't just like niche student trips going down. It was like, uh a a huge segment of the student body was, was traveling down. It it had officially become a thing. Um like that that's when you know the belief had sort of uh taken hold. Um and so yeah I mean like the the campus was sort of on on watch, you know, at at that point. And yeah, you know, this um, you know, Herb Street and 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 those guys were 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 on the scene and um, you know, it wasn't just the, the Kansas uh you know faithful and wasn't just the students it was you know sort of a national thing you know like um you know and, and like it, 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 sort of in a, a fucking curiosity way too right like could Kansas actually fucking do this could kansas could kansas run the table you know it's like um you know usually when you get to like early october um you know on, the, on in the campus in lawrence it's always you've turned the the page to the basketball season. You know, you start looking at like when's the first uh exhibition, uh, you know, game, when's the um late night at the fog, you know, that that sort of thing. Like, you know, people don't care anymore about the, the football team, but um that season was obviously a, a notable exception. You know, I mean I I don't think anyone that year cared about, you know, when the you know, when uh, Washburn or whatever was – was uh, people were still going to late night at the Fox for sure, but, uh, you know, I, I, it wasn't the same, uh, you know, sort of a deal. And, it, you know, it was – again, you're like, you know, are you going down to the Oklahoma State game, you know, or are you going to the, you know, whatever game, it, football, right? Like that wasn't a thing, you know, in, in normal years. And it certainly – <laughs> We've normalized, right? Like they're I, I can guarantee you guys, you know, this fall, last fall, they fall before on the Kansas campus, they're not like, Are you going to Stillwater this this week? That, that doesn't <laughs> happen, right? Whereas like that week, that weekend, like everyone was asking their friends on that campus, like, Are you going down to Stillwater this this weekend? You know, it's just a different thing. Like the you know, it's like the team too is like starting to they're starting to feel themselves too. You know, I, 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 think at that point, you know, um, they'd won a couple, uh, close games. They'd certainly won their, um, you know, they, they, they had their, their games against the, the cupcakes where they, they'd won their, their blowouts as well. And, you know, I, I think they'd also like, um, you know, I, I talked before about how circumstantially, uh, you know, the, the schedule and, and the way that some of the, not just the schedule, but the way that, that, um, you know, because you get this, some of the schedule things like um, the, certainly the out of conference uh, strategy was something that Perkins and Mangino had spoken about and had uh, formulated, and that was a thing that they did. So those those like those four games that was they scheduled those wins, um, but then like the you know the the, the conference games th- those are things that are you know set in advance, right? Like. And like the you know for instance, like the Nebraska thing catching them like that, um you know that that in some ways that that' circumstantially fortunate, right, like you caught them at the right year at the right time of the schedule, et cetera, and Kansas got to run the fucking score up on them like they got to eviscerate them right on on national television um it wasn't just that they got to to beat Nebraska, they got to embarrass them um and for for this Kansas team. You know, like now we think about it. You know, it's like everybody embarrasses Nebraska. San Jose State embarrasses embarrasses. (laughs) Nebraska, but like for for two thousand two thousand seven Kansas, that was that was a chest thumping uh, kind of a night, right? Um, And you know, a couple weeks after you have uh, upset uh, you know Kansas State in Manhattan, you know, to improve to five and zero, and you know, ranked. Kansas State, you know, you beat their five star their their five star recruit uh, quarterback on the road. Their new coach, um, you know, and and now you're ranked. And then the next week it's Kyle Field, you know, and then you know at Colorado, uh, you, the, you start like building, building, building. Um, you know, that's you start building towards that, and and yeah, that's you start feeling it, yeah
1: this Oklahoma State game was kind of the uh revenge game for Keeb Tlaib against Darius Bowman. Uh Tlaib got kind of lit up for 13 and 300 um in the year before and then basically just you know made Bowman submit
2: to a degree uh
1: after the first half in in this season's game
2: yeah i love i, I love a keeps to leave um he he was uh um you know again like this wasn't just on the field it was all around campus he was like um he's exactly what you see on the field he's just like always um he's a little ball of en- or not a little ball of energy he's well built ball of energy um always jawing. um there's like um all sorts of stories about him on specifically on the pickup basketball court um court of of lawrence um just an epic shit talker um and and, and it's like it's not just a sh- it's not just a shit talker when he's winning to the point of our darius bowman um he's the shit talker when he's losing to um a keep to is the kind of a guy where he does not lose his confidence when he is getting roasted for 13 catches um uh, i i think like you know you talk about like uh yeah, cornerbacks. You know they need to have a short memory. You know, I, have you guys watched? Have you seen Ted Lasso? That show, Ted Lasso. I, yeah, I can't because it's only yeah. on
5: an Apple product. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> yes. okay. I,
2: I I won't use that one. But anyway, you got to have a short memory if, if you're a, if you're if you're a cornerback. And uh, I don't know if you'd say you know he's got a short uh, memory or if he just has an enormous ego or however you would say it. But uh, um, that's always just the kind of guy he's been. You know, he just sort of walks with his chest out and. No matter what the circumstance is, it's just like, I'm a keep, I'm a keep, I'm to keep, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, to to the point of like that, um, you know, if, if especially in a situation where it's like he feels like he got, you know, uh, shown up by a player or if he feels like, um, you know, he didn't play as well. um I I would get, you know, like I I, I wasn't friends with them, but I I would just, you know, from um, sort of having been, you know, just in his vicinity, you know, I I would assume that like um, he'd be the kind of guy that was would the next time be like all that week would be like, um, I, I got to shut this motherfucker down. You know, and I, I would assume that that's what this was. You know, like, and at Kansas too. I, I think I mentioned this before. It, it seemed like the bigger games. You know, when the lights got bigger, um, he always seemed to play better. Um, and not only that, the the bigger the plays, the bigger the situations. Um, it it just seemed like he he would come up with plays, um, and just like that. You know. Well, yeah. I,
3: I hope that when you were when you were around him, that you weren't wearing a chain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. and I listen no, I, I I wasn't athletic enough to get on any of of his uh pick basketball games. I do have a couple of buddies though that were um and they've told me some very funny stories about Akidze leaving and pick up basketball games. He's a very humorous uh uh gentleman. I I'm told um I guess uh you know, people like like you might say that he lacks uh for normal society, lacking self awareness, but I think, like, professionally in that field, that would be considered a strength, right? Like, um, if you the Ted Lasso thing, I was going to say, it's like, uh, what's the uh, the animal that has the, sh- the shortest memory? It's a goldfish, and like, uh, you know, you want to have a short memory, move on to the next next play. And I, he, uh, um, he, he has a very short memory, um, it's, it's yeah, it, it, I I feel like that is one gift of his. Um, and then he also has a a big gift of of gab. Um, and yeah, and and also he he obviously has athletic talent too. I I feel like that's the one thing that the Kansas coaches saw that others did not, because um, a guy that athletically gifted generally is not a a two star recruit. Um, and and Manfredo and his staff uh, were able to see that. You know where um. Others didn't, um, but then, you know, obviously another part comes down to, um, you know, he has this sort of brashness to him um, that I, I don't know if, if Mangino and those guys helped, you know, unlock it or, you know, I, I don't know what that process was, but obviously those guys worked together very well um, as well, just like Mangino and Reising did, you know, in a different way, but obviously Reising did not have uh, pro ability. I think he was, he's
3: always my favorite like for Sunday night football when they do their like introductions and he just comes up and be like, a keep to the Kansas. <laughs> it's like maybe <laughs> one of my like top, top three, like favorite, uh, int- player introductions.
2: Um, he has, he is very gifted. Um, he's a very gifted orator, let's just say. Um, and I hope that people in the van, um, you know, I don't know if we got to put them on tape delay or if we got to, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cause, uh, I, Akeem says what a wants to say. Uh and so usually I, I think he might be okay, you know, at the booth, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be very entertained watching a Let's just, say. yeah. So then we, uh, we improved to 11 and oh for the, the first time since, uh, since 1899, I think. And, uh, <laughs> And then we, we we head into to the Missouri game and we're we're on Sports Illustrated and we're being talked about by everybody and now we're we're heading into the into the Missouri game. And Thor, the
4: Missouri game's rolling around, Kansas is two, Missouri's four. The gift of a lifetime comes the Friday after Thanksgiving with LSU losing. And it's clear whoever wins will be number one in the country afterwards i do think it's one of the better rivalries that isn't talked about just from a school perspective it's a midwest rivalry it doesn't get necessarily the cred from the around the country but give a sense of that just the rivalry between kansas and mizzou and now heading into probably both of their biggest football games ever
2: oh yeah so the the border war is the best rivalry in the country uh duke and north Carolina fans you need to sit down army navy you need to sit down. Um, USC, UCLA, don't even start talking. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know what other rival no seats even, for you. Yeah. All, all the other ones that could even stop, uh, Kansas and, and, in Missouri, they actually burned each other's cities down. There is legitimate human antipathy here that goes back hundreds of years That that goes to destruction of property. These humans hate each other. I, you know, I came from outside of this. I, you know, I came from Minnesota. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell any lies here. They, these, these people hate each other. Um, and so I, you know, I came down into this thing, and I'm telling you, they hate each other. You know, I, I I'm down there, and I, I, I went to a Kansas Missouri game, and they're screaming at me, and I'm screaming at them, and you know it. it the hype is real on this whole thing and 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 then all of a sudden you you, you go into this game and you don't think there's ever going to be a football game like this in your life right because you know Kansas is 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 awesome in basketball and and Missouri's an embarrassment in basketball and Missouri is <laughs> mediocreish in football and, and and Kansas generally is pretty bad and so usually there's a discrepancy in quality between uh the two teams in the sports that they're they're playing but you know this season Kansas is awesome in in football, and Missouri appears to be smoke and mirrors okay. And so now we are playing for who is going to be number one. Couldn't get a clip of
1: Thor saying Missouri is awesome. He wouldn't let that happen.
2: (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And now we're playing this game for who is going to be number one in the land we're We're going to arrowhead Stadium. we're going to decide this thing right around Thanksgiving right everyone's gone home from campus right like we we all have thanksgiving break we've we've all gone home we've all we, all of our families right like we've we've all retired back some of us have stayed uh you know gone to gone to arrowhead so you know some of some of the students are there you know they're they're partying there others have have gone back with their families you know they're they're doing that whole thing but everyone is watching this game there's not one Kansas Uh, you know, alumni, student, anything that is not watching this game live or on television. I don't know what people from that other institution are doing, but I know what people from Kansas are doing. And it was crazy. And I'm texting people from down there. Like, that was weather-wise. It was not a great day. Uh, I Like, you know, I'm getting reports from down there. Like, it was, like, sleeting, and it was – but let's just say there's a lot of troopers down there. You know, I'm not talking about state troopers. I, a lot of uh, uh good sports down there that were tailgating. Uh, they started early um and they were they were going hard at it. Um and there was a lot of a lot of chippiness between the um the two sides, as you might imagine. Um between and you gotta, you, you gotta remember we're in we're at Arrowhead, right? Um and, and they didn't play this game much after this, um, maybe for good reason. I, I told you guys these fan bases fucking hate each other. Um and so there was a lot of talking, a lot of talking between the parking lots. Uh like I said, the drinking started early. Um there might have been some some fists to the cuffs uh stuff. Like, there might have been some throwing some things, you know, stuff like this. Um it, there it was a charged up atmosphere at Arrowhead. Um you know, you could see your breath, everything like that. You know, I don't know if there's NFL films on 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 board. They probably didn't want to be there, but it, it very intense, very intense atmosphere. And like I said, you know, coming out of this thing, you know, it's going to be number one. Um, and you know, both of these, uh, fan bases, they, they're not accustomed to being in this, uh, scenario. Right. So it's, it's just completely unique. And and both of the student bodies are, are off at this time. Right. And so no one has like a, you know, it's a, it's like, there's no tomorrow for, for, for both of the fan bases
1: second highest attendance in arrowhead history 80 plus thousand
2: yeah i yeah yeah and you know for me i'm i'm watching it at home um you know it's like uh, uh, it was like our thanksgiving you know like our family's thanksgiving um and so like you know a part of my family had been um they you know my uncle had gone to kansas my aunt had gone to kansas and they were they were up in Brainerd uh, for Thanksgiving, so they, you know, they had all their Kansas stuff on. I had all my Kansas stuff on, you know, parents had all you know, their Kansas stuff on. They didn't go to Kansas, but they're, you know, they're adopted Kansas fans, and my siblings did, and my cousins did. You know, everyone had their Kansas stuff on, you know, and then, you know, so, so you know, we had our whole thing. And like I said, you know, I'm texting my buddies, calling my buddies, you know, and so there, there was, like, the whole buildup, and, you know, we had we had the whole fixings out, and, you know, it was like, the whole day was, like, centered around – you know this game. You know it was like the it was like the big event in in town. You know, and you're nervous, right? Like you know, like you know, like I said, like I'm a Vikings fan. I was like, you know, I've I've been in a couple NFC Championship games and. <laughs> They haven't gone well for me. So, you know, was, uh, you know, you're, you're getting a little indigestion leading up to the game. You know, you've, you've had a couple of jacket diets. You're pacing around. You're calling <laughs> your buddy, you know, sort of a thing. You're checking the, the Vegas line. You know, it's, it's vacillating half point this way, half point that way. You know, you call your buddy. What does this be? What does that mean? You know, it's, it's, you're very nervous, right? You know, you're not sitting in one spot for, for too long, right? You know, it's, it, it, it was that sort of a, you know, I was I, I was not in one spot for for very long. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. And that was I, I remember that. It was, it was sip of jack, sip a jack, bounce bouncing, of, bounce of, bounce a of, of jack. That's that's all I remember. That the lead up to that game. Uh, well, so I, we were watching up in the uh, my my parents' living room, and I remember my my uncle and I didn't sit down like the whole time. We were just sort of like my you know prowling around or um, you know pacing or you know whatever. My, my uncle also went to to Kansas. Tigers um, prowl. Ex- Careful with that word. N- not not tired <laughs> not tired um <laughs> but uh y- yeah i mean it was just like um you know it's a kind of game where um you know especially for a kansas fan you're you're nervous on every play because um you know it's not just you're in sort of uncharted territory it's also you know very literally you know as um you know i i, I don't know if i want to call myself an, you know an educated uh football fan of kansas but like i knew that we were uh Uh, you know, sort of from a football standpoint, playing with very uh, thin margins, right? And so, um, you know, every time there's an, you know, an incomplete pass on second and 11, right? I I know that our odds of of winning the game have just gone down by, um, you know, 1.2%, right? Or, you know, whatever. Um, And so, like, I was, uh, if there was uh, any game outside of a, a vikings nfc championship game that i was living and dying with every play it was that game um there's probably been you know three or four of them in my life uh, another one was the uh, uh actually it was that year it was the the jayhawk uh, championship game against memphis um in san antonio you know it was, it was uh uh or you know um uh, sorry three of them you know was with the virginia tech game as well um there's, but there's just not a lot of games where it's like every single play. Right. Um, and so like that, again, like in, in that game, you, you felt like you needed every single one, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't turn the ball over and you needed all the breaks to go for you. You need all the bounces and everything like that. You know, it was very, very nerve wracking. Um, and so I remembered my, I, 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 I distinctly remember that my dad had bought, a, uh, not just a Jack Daniels bottle. He, he had bought one of the, uh, you know, one of the really tall ones. A huge, um, yeah, yeah. Because you know, he'd said something like, you know, oh, I, I know, you know, you know, I know it's, you know, a big game for Kansas tonight for you and Buck, you know. And, it's, um, and I, I remember, I, I, <laughs> I remember, I went back to the kitchen uh, for for refills several times. Um, <laughs> and, like I said, very, very nerve wracking. It's like every single play is like ah. You know, that's one of those. Yes, yeah, so we're getting skunk fourteen nothing at halftime. We're down twenty one a half uh we're down twenty one in, in, in the third quarter. And I, I grew up my uh, my dad would uh he would he would exit uh, big Vikings games. Um he would he would shut them off and and, and you know like and, and, and go to take a nap. You know, like he <laughs> and he would say like he his stomach couldn't take it. Um, you know, like I'm talking like the, the NFC Championship games or playoff games. Um, or he would like, if we were there live, he would like leave. Like he would, you know, like we would, you know, if we were down like 17 points the third quarter. Um, and so that was like sort of my, uh, conditioning. Right. Um, and so, uh, that was, you know, sort of your inclination is like, you know, you've invested so much in this team and it's like, you know, fuck this. Like, you know, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. And we're getting our ass kicked, you know, and, you know, I knew this smoke and mirrors offense was going to fucking work against a real team, you know this bullshit you know and you're wanting to like shut it off whatever um but you know of course you know you're a little tipsy and of course you can't you know you're not you're not gonna walk away you even if it got to like you know 52 to nothing you ain't walking away even against missouri you know yeah. could, even i wouldn't have given i wouldn't have given missouri the satisfaction of shutting that game off even if it got to 150 <laughs> to nothing i wouldn't i wouldn't have shut that game off. um and so i'm sitting there until the end right and so like you're you're still you know at this point you're sort of you got your legs crossed you got your arms crossed you're sort of looking at the tv out of you know out of the corner of your eye you know you got a grimace in your face but you know then you see a couple completions you know and then and then reesing you know now he's he's starting in a rhythm because he he was sort of out of it you know reesing like um you know the the like i said before the the weather was not good that day uh you know it was like um you know th- there's some images from him that day where it's like the, the sod in his face and the you know all that sort of stuff um because it like it was shit you know at arrowhead that day you know the, the weather was bad but like the the field was bad everything was bad um and i just you know he he's a kid from you know southern texas or whatever like he, he was not great in the cold at least initially in that game you know and and you know the offense wasn't clicking but then you know it 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 started to right, and um you know the 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 lead wasn't hadn't become you know big enough that it it had become um you know that we could not come back um and so when uh, they scored in the third uh and cut it to two possessions um that's when you sort of uncrossed your legs and uncrossed your arms, you know, and then the grinace got off your face right, and you're like oh, okay, well maybe." You know, and, and Reese's starting to hit guys on the hands again. It's like, well, maybe, 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 we're, maybe we can get back in this thing. The next trip
1: to the kitchen for a refill is a little <laughs> bit better tasting.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
5: We're heading to the kitchen. We turn the bottle upside down. It's It's gone. <laughs> last trips. We're coming into the end of the game. Now what's going on?
2: Oh man, it, it was just such a nerve wracking game. Um, that the whole thing, um, the I was getting texts the whole time, uh, you know, from all my buddies, um, you know, that were both at their parties and were also in the stadium. Um, the ones that were in the stadium were on, you know, time delay. Um, you know some of my buddies were telling me like how many layers they were wearing um you know some of them were were having a hard time going to the bathroom in the stadium and like all this different stuff and then you know the the game was obviously um it was too much you needed like some comedic relief every now and again right like it it was becoming too much um you know and then and then kansas had was you know again was like starting to, to trip back into in into the game where before um you know like during halftime like you know you were sort of like hosting this mini wake where it was like okay you know like we got this party together but like obviously kansas um you know actually sucks like they always do so you know um but then like then coming into the third quarter is like oh you know now now we might be coming back and Um, you know, and then now it's actually a game. Right. And so now we're, we're, we're back in this thing. Um, and so the, the, I think the the stadium was, was back in it. The announcers were back in it. Uh, uh, certainly our, our collective room was, was back in it. Like, um, it, it felt like, uh, uh, an opportunity to, uh, to steal one from the bad guys. Uh, felt like uh an opportunity yeah felt like an opportunity to steal one from the back guys we were we were about to I was really uh, hoping
1: you were going to say pounce <laughs> Another i'm not using any t- you i'm not you
2: using any metaphors the from, from the other guy but <laughs> no i didn't. um you know like up until that like you know as the second half like we we clearly had not played well enough to win that game but like um Yeah, like uh, it would. It was starting to feel especially sweet that we might have an opportunity to, um, to to steal a game in that fashion from that particular school, um, that we were in that position to steal that thing to potentially be there, right? Because like before that, uh, it had not been right. Like when it's you know it's fourteen nothing, twenty one nothing, twenty eight to seven, but now you know. Then it had become a game, right? Like you know, at, the, at two minutes left in the game, um, it was very much a game. At at, at the end of the game, um, and yeah, I mean, if um, there's anything that's even close to as much, uh, you know, as close to as good for Kansas fans as ecstasy, it's uh, it's Missouri fans' pain.
5: <laughs>
2: so, what does
4: this? If my screen actually shares, what does this picture? What's your reaction when you see this picture? Because you have to see it all the time.
2: The, the one of Reese with the sod in his face?
4: After the safety at the end. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I feel... Okay. So my honest opinion? I feel like he gets too much shit about that game. He threw for like 350. Yeah, I feel like he gets too much shit for that game. And I feel like he gets like... Uh, um Cause there are those like side pictures from that game, like whatnot, but like, um, I, I feel like it's used to like, uh, you know, say like he didn't have composure or like whatever, but like he had a really good game. Um, you know, you know, the first half wasn't the best, but like, um, I don't know. He, he had a good game. I yeah. He had Yeah. Great season. You know, you know, when, uh, when you get that touchdown with a couple of minutes left, um and now it's only six right um now now we can we're really starting um to dream um and and then of course you get the ball back uh and 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 it really was um and you know the the play at the end there um and and the way it ended and the the um you know our 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 dreams of the the undefeated season ended and whatnot. Like um, that sucked. Um, but uh, yeah. It, you know it's like how it, did it
1: how did it end, Thor? Say with, it. with with
2: with the safety. Yeah, with 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 recent getting with recent with recent taking that safety. Um. You no, know, it's painful. It is. It is. It is painful. Um, yeah, I mean, because like in your, you know, in your sort of dreams, there you have the, uh, have the, the, the under talented, the five ten kid with the, the can't throw beyond twenty yards. You have him taking the, the team fucking ninety yards there to, to, to win by one point over the, over, over the. Over that other school from 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 beyond the border um that nobody likes uh that vanquishing the the long time enemy um and then you go to the championship um it's that you know and then lifting Mangino up on the dolly, not the shoulders sorry on shoulder sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. 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 sorry Mangino. I'm, I'm sorry um but uh just
1: everybody's everybody else just sits down and then he's above everybody
2: (laughs) i I couldn't i couldn't know but yeah no like it was like yeah it's it's like one of those sports movies where you you just expect it at the end for it to be awesome and then it's like that one scene. it's just like uh you know it's the deflate the the balloon um yeah you know it yeah it's it it sucked but it was like you know we've been seeing this dream for a while and you know again like i told you guys like uh that from the beginning i i tried to you know remind myself both that 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 this had sort of uh been set up and uh was was continuing to go on because of uh dice circumstances you know like uh it, it, it'd been facilitated by the circumstance and so um the fact that they were even there i i was uh tickled by you know i mean like i i think um you know any Kansas fan that was you know sort left that experience or that day you know and they were irate or you know chapped that you know or they still look at that racing picture and they're like oh you fucking idiot you should have done it's so like shut up like you know like uh we got there and you you know we, we had that fun day and you know we almost beat Missouri and you know a week later um a group of human beings decided that we should play an important ball over Missouri um which was super fun too, so uh, you know. Yeah. So live, to, live and let to, live. To transition to that, I mean, and
4: you we can jump straight to the to the game, but that roller coaster of you lose your arch rival, they go to the Big Twelve title game, obviously lose. More people just start losing around the country, but that roller coaster of oh, we're actually not going to be be left out because the BCS still have that stupid rule of you know, only two teams from each conference can play in the BCS bowl games. And, uh, someone's going to get left out. And I assume when you left that game, you just assume Kansas was going to be the team that got left out.
2: Yep. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, yeah, like, I, I mean, for, I think for us, it was like, the season's over. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I think for Kansas fans it was like, we don't even give a fuck about the, the bowl game. You know, it's like, who cares? You know, like, um, I, I, I'm talking about in the immediate aftermath of that game, you know, because yeah, like, I mean, you're playing Missouri too. It's like, that was, you know, Super Bowl times 10, you know? And so it's like, after that, it's like, you know, but then, you know, of course, you, you know, you, you it's like, you know, you, Missouri loses and then, you know, in the title game, but, and then you see it was the recurrence of what we had seen the entire season. Right. It, you know, it was like a, um, shout out Charlie Kaufman, a cynic doce of what we'd seen, you know, every single week, it, all these the favorite teams and the, these rain teams losing. And so we just saw more chaos and it put Kansas back into this uh, situation where it was like, could they potentially <laughs> could, You know, it's like, uh, you know, like Moonlight Graham, you know, and like uh, Feel the Dreams. It's like, you know, like asking Ray, you know, could there be enough magic in the night? You know, it's like, could there be enough magic in the night for for a group of human beings to put Kansas into the BCS over the team that we just watched them lose to that we hate more than anything in this entire world? And then Moonlight Graham is like, maybe, maybe.
4: And Archibald Graham. And you were lower. Kansas was lower ranked in the BCS as well that last ranking too. But none of that mattered. <laughs> Divine I mean, <laughs> intervention.
2: I mean, we definitely watched them lose straight up to that other school across the border, and they, you know, objectively they probably. I mean, I wouldn't have. I would have ranked Kansas above the other team, but objectively, another person probably should have ranked Kansas <laughs> lower. Um, I still don't know exactly why those humans. Decided what they decided, but doff the cap to every single one of them. <laughs> so, uh,
4: I'm not going to respond as a mostly Mizzou fan on, the, on this, but we'll just move along. Uh, <laughs>
2: Jump through the screen. Yeah. Uh, pass. We'll, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm an early Mizzou fan, both, so I just get shit on all the time. So, it's okay, Thor. I'm, I'm used to it. Um. So Orange Bowl, I not realizing until I went back, Virginia Tech was third in the country going into the game. It wasn't. Yeah. I was remembering the Virginia Tech team that barely got in. You know, the ACC sucks. Uh, yeah. until Clemson shows up, they sucked for years, and uh, they weren't the. No, this was like a legitimate team sucks. to play in the Orange Bowl. Um. So I just expectations going into the game. Uh, realistically, from the Kansas side.
2: Oh yeah, yeah no. Virginia Tech was good. um yeah. That yeah, they were. They, that was a good, a good strong team. And like they were, uh, you know, they sort of heading into that game, they sort of seemed like a sort of like an oak in a in a season where it was like all these, uh, you know, really strong wins just knocking down, you know, all these sort of capricious teams. Um, and so it was a really interesting matchup, right? Um you know kansas had, had just uh you served, uh missouri um in, in in this you know in in the bcs and and you know to play uh, virginia tech and um you know, during that announcement i i had actually been in the uh you know i I was with the student newspaper at the time because i was you know whatever i was a senior or whatever and so they uh they asked me to go to the um uh, you know the uh, whatever the press conference room is called when they did the announcement and so for the bcs announcement i was actually sitting in the you know when uh, the the kansas uh you know press conference room when they they did that announcement and i uh i had to try really hard not to um you know applaud you know like that was <laughs> one of the first times in my sports writing career where i had i actually had to like sit on my hands and feel like you can't yell you can't you can't clap when i when i saw the jayhawk come up instead of the missouri tiger i just wanted to like scream you know i was just like i wanted to like hug the person next to me you know it's you know it's like uh Stuart mandel he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> i kiss him on the cheek you know it's like um but no yeah, anyway it was that was a really good time um, and then, yeah, you're, you're going to this virgin and, and at this game, now we are really playing with the house of money, you know, now, it, I mean, this, this was like the universe really giving us a gift now. I mean, like we just lost to Missouri and yet now the universe is telling us that we are better than Missouri. Like, um, it was really like, I don't know. It's like a really screwed up, like head trip for us, you know, like, cause this is football, you know, this wasn't basketball. This wasn't our world you know um and 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 now we're playing for tech in the orange bowl you know like it the whole thing was ludicrous you know um it, it was it was just a surreal uh time you know um and then how do you handicap a game like that you know kansas with their 510 quarterback they can't throw beyond 20 yards and you know they're 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 miscast supporting cast and they're you know like it, against frank beamer right um like it it was just such a a wonky game you know a a wonky matchup and you know the rest of the season you know it was was, again it was that thing of like every single game you're like don't get your hopes up too much don't get your hopes up too much and now it was the other way it was just like you know whatever happens you know we shouldn't be here you know it it was just sort of the other way and so my uh um for christmas that year uh my uncle you know the guy i, I the, the guy who got to kansas that he was a kansas alum too he uh he got he got me tickets to the orange ball and my my parents you know got me my got me the plane tickets and so uh uh you know then the game was like you know i don't know if it was well i guess it was like you know six days later you know whatever that math is and so then we uh you know we flew out on you know, whatever it was, you know, New Year's Eve or whatever it was, we flew from Minneapolis to uh, to Miami. Yeah, and uh, and then we were we were there. You know, I was at a sort a Kansas football game that was a a PCS football. Game. I mean, like it's like absurd. It's like an, it's it's literally an SNL sketch with Chris Farley. Um, but I, I I lived it out. It, it, you know, it was it was incredible. It was incredible to be there. You know, like you just sort of pinch yourself. You know.
5: Who would Chris Farley play on the team?
2: He would have played Mangino, I think, but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he but but he but that would have been like his saddest role ever, you know, like when when Adam Sandler did that like brief jaunt in his career when he was trying to like be like I'm more than a comedian, I'm serious too, you know, like Punch Drunk Love and shit like that. Oh, that would have yeah. been Chris Farley's like I'm serious, you know, and then it would have been like a movie where like when Mangino gets fired, you know, and like Chris Farley would have like you know gone to war with. Perkins, you know, whoever played Perkins. That That's that's what I envisioned in my head, I guess.
5: I need you to throw the ball to a man down the soccer line.
2: <laughs> down by the track. I need you to crab crawl <laughs> down by. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: and... um. You know, like, um, you know, it's fun to be down there, you know, and, like, uh, you do, like, the pre-game festivities and, you know, you're, like, uh, I was texting some of my – there's a couple of your buddies are down there randomly, you know, because it was a huge stadium, you know, like, a bunch of people down there. Um, You know, and then you're getting down to the game. Like I said, you know, it's, like, you're still expecting the Kansas. Now you're really expecting them to lose, you know. (laughs) Um, But, like, you know, again, it's, like, the uh the superhero keep to leap, right um and and in this game it was you know a lot of these games is like at the end you know it's like you know breaks up a pass or you know picks one off or you know whatever um in this game it was early you know it was, I, I think it was the first quarter uh with the pick six and um that was where it was like you know, for Kansas fans, where it was sort of, like, I think, like, uh, I remember Bill Simmons, like, talking in his Red Sox, like, World Series book about, like, how, like, every big Red Sox game, like, at Fenway, like, it'd be, like, um, it was sort of an impediment for Red Sox players because, like, you know, all the fans would be, like, sort of sitting on, you know, pins and needles and, you know, it would be, like, walking on eggshells because they just expect bad things to happen. I think, like, can, can know, confirm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I think like for the Kansas fans there, it was like, um, you know, like I said, it was just like, oh, you know, I mean, like, at least for me, you know, and I think a lot of other ones was just like, oh, you know, um, playing with the house is money. That's, you know, that's the only reason I'm here. You know, it's just like, you know, we're probably going to lose, you know, like even like walking up to the thing. It was just like, yeah, you know. Um, you know, we're, we're gonna kick ass in basketball this year, but you know, our football teams, um, you know, happens to be really good, so you know, we're here too, so you know, you know, I'm cool. Um, but like that, uh, keep to leave, uh, pick six in the first quarter was like the first moment where like the Kansas fans in the stadium were like, oh, yeah, we might beat you, you know, like when we are looking over at the Virginia Tech fans, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, like we, we actually might win this game, you know, it's like, um, you know, where you start. Believe in that because I I don't think in I mean so you might they might say like oh yeah we I, I don't fucking believe that I I certainly didn't believe flying there that we were going to win that game, but when to Talib returned that uh you know th- then I was like okay we we definitely might win this game because um, then it, it just felt like you know I mean it, and that was sort of the the tone of the that season you know like when especially when he would make big plays like that Um just you know Kansas didn't lose games like that um and so you know it, 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 this was a game where they got on uh, a, a good team early you know and virginia tech had um, some issues with that um their their offense really struggled um and then they had to do um what kansas had to do in the missouri game you know sort of like the opposite you know and, and virginia tech then had to uh try to uh, you know, sort of climb the mountain late, you know, and sort of chip away and come back, um, and you know, and maybe you know that being in the opposite situation that the game before against their hated rivals helped them, you know, in this case, you know, for Kansas, um, to ultimately fend uh, Virginia Tech off because that's uh, what ultimately ended up happening. But but Kansas was much better, I think, in the beginning of that game, um, you know, especially defensively. Um, you know, certainly with the big plays, um, than they were at the end of it. You know, at the end of it, it was more just like, um, like sweating and like biting your fingernails and like looking at the clock and like tick, tick, tick. You know, like the Chris Berman, tick, 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 tick. It's like, you know, can this can this game be over? Um, you know, and 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 just hoping that it was, you know, going to get to, you know, get to the final gun, um, and and. You know, and it did. You know, it, we got there.
4: What was more satisfying in a span of four, three, uh, four, three months? This game or the national championship basketball game three months
2: later? The, um, so I would say the, uh, the, the, the
4: um I stumped him guys <laughs>
5: that's a hard thinker, right that is that is we've tough. never been here before, and we finally do it versus we've done this before, but it's still the the one it's the big that, one,
2: yeah, I would say like the uh like the uh the the funner one was probably the title one um but this one was um. Um, it was, I I don't know if I want to say more memorable, um, um, but it might be, um, I don't know if I could say more memorable over a title, but it's like it, you, you definitely put it in its own category, um, for sure, because it is totally unique um in fact it is probably more unique than the the Kansas title in basketball that came after that uh, merely because uh, the, the 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 Kansas basketball title is, is not as much of an outlier as the the Kansas uh, uh, orange bowl win not even close um it, you know usually Kansas basketball uh, basketball finishes are are you know seasons are are closer to a national title than of course Kansas football finishes are to winning the, the Orange <laughs> Bowl, And so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, again, like it was, um, I, I'm trying to think of the word that would uh, explain it. It, it. So like in the, the stadium afterwards, um, I'll just tell you guys what, what happened afterwards. So like, um, you know, the, the you know, Kansas ends up winning uh, 24 to 21, you know, we end up, we end up holding on, um, you know, Virginia tech didn't end up scoring at the end, but like, It it was surprising in that, uh, you know, for this, uh, you know, especially the, you know, we'd lost to Missouri and stuff. But, like, uh, Kansas held on to this thing more or less from the start. Like, this was not – this game was not in debate. The the thing about – the whole thing coming up to this game had been, like, should Kansas be in this game? And a lot of people were like, no, categorically no. Like, Kansas should not. Um, You know, they – the other team that, you know – they just played, should have been in this game. But, um, you know, Kansas plays Virginia Tech and Kansas controlled the game from the outset. Um, they never trailed one time. Um, you know, they never, they were never panicked one time. They, you know, whatever. I mean, they, they clearly won this game. They clearly controlled this game. Um, it was not a fluke. Um, if Virginia Tech scored a touchdown with three minutes left. To cut it to losing by a field goal. They were down by 10 at that point. Um, the, uh, you know, again, like Kansas absolutely deserved to be in this game. Th- this was a crazy season, you know, where it was like, you know, some, you know, the you know, teams are up and down, up and down, up and down. Kansas, was, you know, categorically was one of the better teams of that season. I, I think this game approved it. Um, you know, and, and at the end of it, um, so, like, people were, like, filtering out and whatnot, and there's that famous picture where uh, Mangino's standing next to the big orange, you know, and they're you can't tell the two apart, you know, <laughs> uh, you know that, that whole thing. And my so my uncle were, like, uh, uh, you know, like most of the people had gone out of the stadium, and my uncle and I were there, um, and my uncle had bought a couple of cigars. And so we were in the Orange Bowl, and we actually ju- we just lit them up because who gives a fuck? What are they going to do, arrest us? And so we just we lit them up and we're smoking these cigars. And uh, my uncle said, uh, "Remember this." He said, "This this might never happen again in your life," um, and it it probably won't. Um, he has certainly been right about that, um, and I I won't ever forget that. You know, um, Kansas won a won a BCS game.
5: And so if it wasn't rainy, nasty, terrible field, obviously the the game before the BCS game would have been a win.
2: Oh, we would have kicked the shit out of Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> if the weather had been nice, reefing throws for 500 yards, we roll. All
1: right, Thor, we will get you out of here on this. So you've given us some great analogies throughout Um. Now I want you to give us the best analogy you can for what it is like to be a Kansas Jayhawk football fan. Um,
2: So it's like, um, you know, you know, Andy Dufresne, when he, when he gets out of the, you know, he, he climbs through the the 500 yards of shitful, smile and foulness. It's like that. But then also what he's telling the warden about being down with the sodomites and all that. It's like, if you combine those couple things, um, and then you also thought about like the worst stretches of your life, and then you you put a combined there—the most hopeless stretches of your life. That's where we're at right now, folks. Um, I I just hope Lance Leopold is some uh you know deity-like figure to lead us out. Um, you know that he could part the seas because we are at a we are at a fucking bad spot right now. Um, I miss Mark Mendoza so goddamn bad. Uh, I would I long for three win seasons. My God, a four-win season, I would fucking cry. I would weep. It is fucking bad. It is so bad. I'd love to be a Central Michigan fan. Like, oh, it
1: is bad. Uh, If Leopold does turn it around, then he gives you that full Andy Dufresne experience and gets you to that beach in Mexico.
2: I want to be in Wantaneo with Lance Leopold. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There you have it, that is the story. And these are the college football stories. Was it 100% accurate? Yeah, that sounds right. Follow us on Twitter at the CFB stories. Also see all of our inebriated storytelling podcasts as part of the stories podcast network at the stories pods on Twitter as our guests rewrite the past across various sports. Alcoholic drinks are consumed voluntarily by our guests at their own discretion. Please drink responsibly.
4: Uh.
3: <laughs> Their over-under is one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a tough one. Because you always got to decide if they're going to beat the FCS team or not.
3: <laughs> they, however, it's pretty juiced to the over. It's my, It's 152 to the over.
4: Minus 152?
3: Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah, they're they not getting it an even two. number, so it's either they lose ball. Yeah, they all. actually
2: gave it an even number of one. It's an even number, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're definitely not winning, too. <laughs> well, you can get the... Un- it's either one the, or zero.
3: You can get the under at plus 120, so...
2: Might, yeah, might be it's worth big. looking into. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, You're betting it's, zero
3: it's, wins at
5: only plus 120?
4: <laughs> well, we'll know we'll know right away. Labor Day, South Dakota <laughs> yeah, comes to Lawrence. That, <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah. It's like a it's like
1: a daily fantasy. It's like a daily fantasy bet. A- after <laughs> one that, one week. Yeah, that's after it. that at Coastal
4: Carolina, no chance. Nope. Uh, Baylor. Nope. At nope. Duke, no nope. chance. Nope. Even nope. though Duke's miserable, but nope. and then at Iowa State, nope. nope. Texas nope. Tech at home, Oklahoma nope. at home, Oklahoma nope. State nope. on the road. Nope. k State, nope. Texas, nope. TCU, nope. West Virginia. Nope. Yep. No, we'll no. know right away.
2: <laughs> we will know right away.
3: <laughs> I th- do you feel? I feel like they put it at one just because they were like, "I know that we're all, we only care about money, but like we can't put this at a half."
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but if they if they did the one and a half, then you're gonna get a lot of the betters the other way, right? Because yeah, you know, yeah, because then it's gotta yeah. get to two. Yeah, I like they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: If you do it at a half, though, you might get a ton of Kansas money betting. You'd, you'd have to you know, you'd have
4: for to, that one win. You'd have to put the odds on it basically whatever the spread is for South the Dakota spread, yeah. Kansas. Yeah. yeah, that's really what you're betting on.
3: Yeah, yep. yeah, that might be a fun week one bet. I'm gonna write yeah. that.
4: Down. <laughs> or I'll tell you right now, it wasn't on my watch list for week one because week one's really good this year. But South Dakota Kansas will have a watch now on. uh Anyone Keep that has an overrunner squares.
2: bet on Kansas, they're watching yeah.
3: that game for sure. Yeah. yeah. If I don't uh, end up, I might go to the Clemson, Georgia game. If I'm not there, I will be also tuned into the uh, South Dakota, Kansas game.
4: I love it. Hey, Joe, that's insulting. We just talked about Kansas football maybe being South Dakota. Humble brag of just like, yeah, my team's playing Georgia week one. <laughs> it might in a, in a, I in mean, I go to the Clemson, Georgia game
3: in Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: but this is Georgia's year. Yeah,
3: we'll see. Yeah, we
4: should probably we'll finish see. on Georgia.
3: No, we will see.
4: <laughs> or this was awesome.
3: Yeah, this was great. Yeah, yeah, Thanks nice for having me, guys. Appreciate perfect. it. Perfect. Maybe yeah, I yeah, we
1: appreciate I, you going along with it.
3: Maybe you can, can come it on okay. for for basketball. It might be a, a different uh, different experience. Yeah, I'm not as I passionate it.
2: for them though. Like I, uh, you know, I'm like one of the five remaining kids football fans. I love it. <laughs> Well <laughs> anyone can be a Kansas basketball fan that's true It's more entertaining to talk gumption about the be a pain Yeah fan.
3: What are that's how that. do you like this is going to sound insulting but it's not like how do you find the games on
2: like TV Like are they just buried <laughs> Are they like buried in ESPN They're usually Plus? on like Fox Sports 2, you know or something like that Oh gotcha Oh yeah yeah uh, Big 12. Or like you know sometimes it's ESPN Plus Sometimes they're on the regular, you know like it will be like on eleven o'clock. To be on the, you know, I find them, I get them.
1: <laughs> um, we appreciate all the all the shots at our Mizzou friends and Mizzou <laughs> fandom from back home.
3: So, wish there was more. <laughs> I wish they would play. I wish they would. Play. Those were my pleasure.
5: Hey, Daniel's eating his boogers. Like oh, I do pretty right. much every show, but
2: I'm sorry I didn't you get hate- one in for Doriel Green back home.
5: Oh,
1: <laughs> um, sooner do you do you yeah. hate mizzou even more now that they're like pretentiously like we're the south yeah
2: yeah <laughs> pretty bad Fucking stupid yeah no they're pretenders because at least like uh a&m they were um how would you say They, uh, I think the way you'd say it is they inflated their sense of import. Uh, they, uh, there were shirts around College Station where it was like, um, they would say secede and it was like sec secede. Um, and so they, they actually thought they were like, uh, you know, bigger than their britches. Um, Missouri was just, it was just an opportunistic slapdash. You know, the the handsome man across the way is looking at us. Let's run out on the, the our man, you know, like it was Missouri is just uh it's I don't know. I don't, I don't wearing know. The S- wearing the
4: SCC shirts when they won the Big Twelve tournament in basketball on the way out probably also <laughs> didn't leave any uh uh fan favorites behind either.
2: Yeah, with them it's just more awkward, you know. Like, because at least with like the A and M, it's like, okay, well, you know, you guys just have a, you know, a, 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 you're you're like you have a lack of self self awareness. But like with Missouri, it's more just like I don't even fucking know what your problem is, like. It's it's opportunism with uh, like small dick syndrome. (laughs) Like, it's there's so many afflictions that's like, you know, you're just like, I don't know. It's like hard for me to parse it, you know? Or is there any?
4: You can't say the answer cannot be yes because it'd be an easy win in basketball, but Uh do you want them to start playing again? Or you, oh, are you are you are because of this you don't want to associate with small dicks.
2: Oh no, I'd love to play. Them. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, I'd love to play them. No, every I would love to play them in every sport. Um I don't think they God. want to play Kansas. Um yeah, cuz cause, cause, well, of course cuz of their cowardice. Um that's the reason that they <laughs> they ran after the SEC, I think in part as well. Um but yeah, no, like in um you know, both both football and um they don't have the courage in basketball they'll get the Shit kicked out of them every time, but um, you know they certainly in in football as well. Um, come and get it, you know.
4: <laughs> Kansas one and zero over South Dakota. They'll be talking shit to on the street. Yeah,
2: hey, come and get it.
4: You Bring know? on Mizzou.
2: <laughs> come Bring and on it. the SEC. Yeah, come and get it. But yeah, no, I just I don't I don't think they they want any of this smoke. You know, I don't think they want any of it.
4: I will say, someone who's been to many Mizzou-Kansas games and in basketball have never left on the right side, it's the best rivalry, and they should play again. For yes. all. Yeah. It uh, is. they fucking hate can, each other. It's everyone crazy. else can fight. I'm not even a, I'm again, once in our name, not didn't go to Mizzou. It's still the best rivalry.
2: Yep. You can't tell me that two fan bases hate each other more. You can't. Show mm-hmm. me two fan bases that fucking despise each other more. Show me. I don't believe it. I don't. I do not believe the Duke in North Carolina that they there's legitimate hate more than that. I I yeah, do I feel not feel like believe there's
1: it. It, there's at least some. They also like play. They play
3: so much. There. Like yeah, they play so much. They're like so and they're close. so
2: close and yeah, and they're good at the you know sports and yeah yeah you know, they're both good at basketball. Yeah, I I don't think so.
4: I mean, I legitimately, in fourth, fifth grade, remember my mom, like, questioning whether I should go down to the game because Thor of what is being said back and forth at all times. And I think she was like, Mark, are you sure Matt, sure Matt should be in that environment? He's like, yeah, he'll be fine. And it was the awesome. But it was the most intense he crowd I've learn. ever been in. And it was a Sunday night. It was a Sunday afternoon basketball game. And it was insane how much people hated each other. And it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah. You might get into a fight, you know? Yeah. Like, Ah. it's it's legit
1: it's legit can can I get you to say one Mm -hmm. uh, positive might be a stretch one neutral thing about Mizzou before we go (laughs) one
2: one neutral thing about Missouri
1: yeah and it can't be like there's a lot of great KU fans in Kansas City Missouri like that doesn't count (laughs) Mizzou wait I have to say it about the institution? Yes. We'll see how close we can get to that.
3: (laughs)
2: Oh, fuck. Um, I mean, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I don't Um, don't expect you to lie. I want
1: you to push yourself to
2: be comfortable and grow. Food. Food. They've they been really alcohol. good at covering up sanctions over the years. Um, <laughs> they did a really good job of of, of, of facilitating Quinn Schneider's uh, cocaine addiction during that time. Um, let's see. Um, positive things about Missouri. Oh, fuck. Um... um Uh,
4: it's it's probably the most touchy subject of mizzou fans of many of the past 20 years
2: yeah well you know obviously the bcs made some good decisions and (laughs) kansas went out there and won a ball game vindicated everybody Yeah, yeah
5: Yeah, and I, I'm trying. <laughs> they, to think they both they both kind
4: of did because Mizzou beat Arkansas by about 42 in the Cotton Bowl that year. So maybe maybe Mizzou and Kansas were just the two best teams that year.
2: Maybe they were. Yeah, should we rematch it for it all. I agree. Yeah, run it back at Arrowhead. Yeah,
5: uh, that level of intelligence and being able to comprehend it is admirable in my mind.
2: Indicative of Kansas. Uh, indicative of Mark Mangino. Some might yeah. say
5: <laughs> he is blackballed the by the
2: college football intelligentsia. He flew too close to the sun, <laughs> like, like a phoenix, and then he was blackballed from the game forevermore. But he did win a, a BCS bowl game at Kansas, and no one will ever be able to take that away from him. So, you see, all well, that
1: kind of contributes it. to the legend of him, of the man genius.
2: I think so. He was blackballed away. Yeah, I think so. I think you should be in the College Football Hall of Fame.
5: Well, and he was blackballed for base. I mean, so that's two different XOU offensive coordinators that basically got in trouble for the same thing. It was like disciplining the millennials, like that. That got them both into trouble, right? Or was there more to Mangino's?
2: Who who, who are you talking about, Levitt? Who is the other? one you talking about? Yeah, Leach was the same way. Oh, Leach, yeah. Yeah, Leech, yeah, he. that was a weird situation. He got he got fucked in this very specific way because the, the dad just happened to be high profile. You know, yeah. like, I feel like that shit happens every day. It's just you don't have a dad who has a mouthpiece. Um, yeah, I um, mean, Gino's thing was, um, well, at least what I heard was uh, Perkins, the uh, athletic director, just didn't fucking like him. You know, like, Perkins liked to... He he was more of like the extract dollars out of the alumni kind of a guy. Like he made the uh, uh, I don't know, I don't I don't know if you guys are familiar with something called the Williams Fund, but like they they made this um, they made this, this it was basically a fucking scheme that Kansas did where they were able to sell the tickets basically like a a scalping um uh, thing, you know, where they could sell it for way more than than face value. You know, where they could, you know, you, you, you know, it's for points, you know, but it's, you you know, you donate, but, you know, to, to, to get seating preference, but it's, you know, you're just fucking scalping the tickets at that point. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're bidding them off or whatever, but like, you know, he, he would do shit like that. And man, fucking hated hobnobbing, you know, like he was, I mean, not only was, I don't think I'm not, you know, I'm not telling any. Secrets here. He's not a handsome man to look at, but he—he he also wasn't the, the most charismatic man that that, that God ever sent to, to God God's green earth, um, and he he. <laughs> And he also, you know, Mark, he wasn't he wasn't blessed with those two attributes. And you'd think that he would have put some more time to like thinking about like, yeah, I should, you know, you know, you know, spend more time thinking about like, you know, boosters and like stuff like that. But like it just wasn't like a thing to him. He just didn't give a fuck. And so he was like curmudgeonly with them and like I, I just don't think Perkins took well to it. They just didn't get along. Um and so like when, you know, a couple of players bitched that like I think the the specific thing was that um, if I mean, if my memory's right, I, I think the specific allegation was that Mangino, as punishment, was making players uh, crab crawl on the you know hot. So, like in Memorial Stadium, they have the you know the um, what do you say the you know it's like the um, uh, track around the. You know, it's like one of those fucking stadiums yeah. where you have a track around the, the field, right? You know, like, a, it's like a fucking high school stadium. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so fact, they, you know, they're, they're one of those stadiums. 3 Exactly. But, like, uh, so apparently, like, in uh, August camp or whatever, like, man, you know, like, the kids that, like, came in late or, you know, whatever the fuck they did, as punishment, like, what they had to do was, um, you know, do the crab crawl you know, around the track once or, you know, whatever the fuck it was. But like the players bitch to, uh, you know, or one player, whatever, whatever it was, bitch to Perkins, you know, that, you know, it was like 90 degrees that day and his, you know, his hands hurt because it was super hot or whatever. And Perkins, I, I think used this thing as like, you know, this is where I'm going to make my, fucking stand against Mangino because I think he'd been looking to make a stand against, he wanted to get Mangino out because he wanted to get like a new coach that was like more marketable I think I think Perkins thought he was more that uh, behind Kansas's foot recent football success than Mangino or as much a part of it that he could at least replicate it if nothing else he, with, with the coach that was more marketable and he would get more money, you know, etc, etc I was just hubris um, and so then Mangino was gone and you know, the whole fucking thing imploded and we haven't won games game since <laughs> <So> <laughs> they, yeah, it's been one disaster after another less, less is the worst one. And to my credit, I called it. He would be the, the worst of the bunch, but, um, yeah, it's been, all of them were, were really bad hires, um, that lack foresight and yeah, Leopold. This is, this is a solid one. He would not have yeah. been my first choice, but, I tell you boys what, he probably would have been number fucking three. Um, it's only because I would have put the triple option coaches one and two, um, because I I strongly believe the competitive disadvantages against Kansas of football at this point, because of how far we dug ourselves. You know, in addition to the you know the the competitive disadvantages that are just inherent, um, like are such that like we need to try like an army type competitive strategy or the come Georgia,
4: back. Georgia tech did it. And, you know, they won some division titles at least. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, like, you know, outside of that Leopold is probably the best option that you could get. So this is the first, I mean, since, since me and Gino, this is the first good coaching hire they've had. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, this job may be bad enough that it ruins the career of, of <laughs> Lansley. It, it might be. Yeah. It, it could <laughs> which, be. Which we'll, we'll, sucks. Because he's we'll probably, he was
4: not the hottest name, but he would have been the hottest name in a year or two
2: um, if he would have kept winning at Buffalo. He's got fucking balls. Yeah, I like. He did not have to take the. In fact, I'm I'm pretty surprised he took this job. Uh, he did not have to. It, obviously, it was late in the process. You know, it's the last one that was available um you know he could have stayed at at buffalo he could have just like you know like an mma fighter that's like late in their career and they can just sort of like hold like you know like a trail son and like wrestler just like grappling on it he they could have gone just like eight and four with kevin marks just like running the ball you know 250 times and their defense and he would have gotten a much better job than kansas like just because of his his track record up till that point so uh, like he he's he sort of doing a heat check with you know with you know he's feeling himself like i i can turn around another hopeless situation and we'll see if he turns around this he
4: can have almost any job in the country then if he gets kansas turned around and no like just if he can do that you're right it is a heat check <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's about as bad as you get in the part, you know, it's like sort of, I mean, it's this sort of expansion in the NFL. um, I thought it was bad, like when Mangino got it. um, And then I thought it was bad when Charlie Weiss left because Charlie Weiss, like, you know, I think Charlie Weiss, you know, you know, thinking you're a genius and whatnot. Like, I think he just thought he was going to walk in and like go 10 and two. Cause he, you know, coached at Notre Dame one time. Yeah. And you know, then he, that first year he just got slapped in the face. And then I think like, he was like, Oh fuck. And then I think like that off season, he was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to do what bill Schneider does, you know? And like, he tried to recruit every Juco. He tried to fill his entire roster with JUCOs, and then he got his ass kicked in the second year too. And then he, you know, he's gone, you know, right then the, the roster was really cratered out then. Um, but I think the situation is even worse now. I mean, like all the players were leaving during Les's time, you know. Like the and the stories are starting to come out now about shit that was going on He's off up. the field. Yeah, like um, it, the, that stuff was going on at LSU. But yeah. like you know, like when the good times are rolling, like it has a tendency to put the cap on some of that shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't know it. Not good. Uh, him and Jeff Long, they they were always sort of scummy, sleazy human beings. That when you're sort of in the VIP section in Vegas and you have all the money and you you know whatever, that shit flies a little bit more. Maybe uh, the no rules kind of shit. And when you're at when you're going fucking you know oh and twelve whatever, n- not as much. I uh, you know th- this story that just came out about this kid won't surprise yeah. me if it's if it's not the last one um, hopefully there's no more long-term damage to yeah the program yeah <laughs> it wasn't less miles taking like a sojourn from the game it it was no one was hiring less miles the game had passed less miles by um i don't think this was like kansas like because it like the idea is like kansas you know like they you know it's like oh you know they took a shot on a big name That's not really what it was it was more that jeff long hired his friend Right, like no one else Fair. was yep. hiring Les Miles. Like Les Miles wasn't—he hadn't even gotten a G five offer to that point.
3: Wasn't I mean, he just on ESP? He was like on ESPN? Yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, he's doing like commercials yeah, I mean, and yeah, yeah.
2: like he'd even—I think he'd grass. even fucking done like a like a movie part time, <laughs> like like some you know like some fucking you know sea roll something. You know, like he was just doing bullshit. But it was a know? good like, one yeah he's like a 70 year old retired you know goofball you know like um but yeah you know i don't know yeah i mean like you know his time was done it it, it was over but like he didn't think it was and obviously jeff long got you know another opportunity to make a decision Um, and right when he got that kansas job it was it was less miles Less miles, less miles. He fired David Beatty. Knowing less miles, you know they they asked him at the press conference afterwards. You know when this, all this shit went down, they had to get rid of less. Like, you know who is the other? uh Who are the other finalists with less? When he made that decision, he couldn't even remember him. And I'll tell Which you means what I, no one, because <laughs> there wasn't any fucking other finalists. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, right when he took that, it's less. It was going to be less. Um, it was just a matter of time of, you know, what's the excuse for why we can fire Beatty, try to get it with cause. And then, you know, you know, how long do we wait? And then it's, it's oh, it's less, you know.
3: You <laughs> know. Baby is <laughs> fucking badass.
2: Look at Baby Mangina. <laughs> fucking legend. Legend. Oh uh,
1: my God. The mustache
2: uh, is awesome. I would hire Baby Mangina for any job.